0: Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show in this crazy wrestling week. Uh, I'm going to put this live at some point in the weekend before the show starts. But my word, if you're a wrestling fan, do you have a... Well, it depends. If, you, if you're a WWE guy, then maybe not so much. But if you're like NXT, you've got NXT UK Cardiff, you got All Out, AEW's third big show, depending on what you thought of Fighter Fest. And of course, you've got Rule Japan. Rule Japan, <laughs> New Japan, Rule Quest over here in the UK, which um, I got a feeling that show's going to be good. I think that New Japan are trying, to they're trying to grow they want to make their european audience anyway we don't need to get into that we don't even get into that right now so there's plenty to talk about obviously over what culture wrestling this weekend there's gonna be tons of ups and downs going on probably so much to the point like man i'm bored of this but hey such is life but as you know if you are uh, aware of the patreon patreon.com forward slash simon miller 316 there should be a link in whatever you're listening to on right now you can actually you can actually come on the podcast and you can actually you know do your thing have a chat with me for 45 minutes to an hour and i'm happy today to say my man mark is coming back to the podcast mark how you doing i'm very well thank you so yourself i'm good actually i tell you what my throat hurts my throat hurts from screaming at a wrestling match last night I, when i was actually in because i just seemed to scream and i've done so much talking today i'm like oh no it's coming <laughs> back to kick me in the ass when, when you my job is basically talking and i'm losing my voice it's like oh shit this <laughs> <laughs> sucks. But dude, I will lose my voice even more. Come uh, come this weekend because obviously there's going to be so much to talk about. A crazy amount. Dude, before I know you're going to NXT uh, Cardiff, so you know, we'll definitely chat about that in one second, but just in general, you know, what are your thoughts on the fact that everyone now is just juking it out to the point that they're like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm just going to put on a show when other people are putting on shows and we'll see and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, it seems it seems crazy, like, to have everything going on this weekend is just, like, you normally wait ages for, like, pay-per-views to come around, and now suddenly there's, like, three in a day, and then you've got Clash of Champions of hours, two yeah. two weeks, and then, yeah, it's just, it's all go, it is all go, everyone's trying to get their slot, i be curious to see what Figures and numbers alike for the three shows. Once the dust settles
0: on them. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Do you think that? I mean, this, and this is being more pessimistic than I want it to, because I'm always like, hey man, just do wrestling and see what happens. But do you think? It, it, I mean, again, it's different. I understand because I'm not thinking about streaming and catch up. I get all that. But do you think having shows in this close proximity to each other ultimately could hurt one of them? I mean, I don't know who, but do you think it is better that going forward? Like, if you, if you live over here in England, right, there's two shows that usually go on Saturday nights during the summer, or the late summer, I should say, the winter, um, you know, X Factor and Strictly Come Dancing, and they will deliberately move their shows to try and get in the way of the other one. And you sometimes think, well, if you actually moved it, you'd probably get some of the same, the same audience. And Obviously, everyone's dying for live viewers in 2019 as advertising kicks people's ass. Do you think that at some point this may be a stupid thing to do because it will just stop, you know, everybody you know,
1: excelling as much as they could? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's only there's only so many people that like wrestling, and when you have sort of two big shows in the UK, like it's gonna it's gonna split things. Um, yeah, there's only so many people around, and having everything together, it doesn't seem like great planning or great thought. I mean, given how long in advance you only have to book these as well, you would think that maybe they'd, they'd check. I mean, there was that rumor going around that WWE specifically picked.
0: Oh, I think they did, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to be that guy, but I think they definitely did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> going in New Japan, they knew they were in in London, so they counter-programmed kind of for for Wales. But of course, there's a a rugby game in Cardiff on that day as well, so... Sugar, there is. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so actually, like, trying to get accommodation for Saturday night was an absolute nightmare because prices are ridiculous. Prices are already high with the rugby, and then this event going on as well, it's it's going to be a busy old time there.
0: Let's focus on that, dude. How hard was it? Like, how hard did you really have to, you know, break the bank to kind of make the trip?
1: Uh, I ended up going with... Uh, an Airbnb, but... No, of course, yeah, yeah, Because they kind
0: of they operate their own price system, don't
1: they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hotels, you were looking at... Even for, like, a travel lodge, you were looking at close to, like, 150, 200 quid. It's
0: a lot of money, especially with your tickets and stuff, yeah, travel it's, and everything. Tickets,
1: travel, yeah. I mean, it's not too bad from Birmingham where I am, but, yeah, with everything sort of going on... Um, and considering I'm barely going to be there as well, because NXT and then hopefully find... I know there's a couple of places that are doing... Showings of of all out. So that plan is once once for dust settles on on NXT UK takeover to go find a bar and and. Oh wow, that's quite cool, right? Sit and watch that is is for plan. Whether that works or not, we shall see. But that that's the current plan anyway.
0: So well, we never talk about NXT UK on here or NXT in general. And to be honest, for the people listening that ask, it's mostly because. It gets less listens. <laughs> people want to chat about WWE, but look, I'm always happy to break the mold as and when makes sense. I think this is uh, this is one of those moments you're going to NXT UK Cardiff. What do you, we'll go through the card. What do you think of the card? Do you think they built it well? Do you think it's a show that can, you know, kind of stand out as? Because I think a lot of people. I, I don't mean this in a disrespecting way. I just mean it in the sense that people have so much on. Yeah. They, you know, but do do you think this can actually get people to start? paying more attention to NXT UK I mean just so people know again we'll go through it match by match we've got Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray for the women's belt, Walter versus Tyler, Tyler Bate for the men's belt, Zach Gibson and James Drake versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus Mark Coffey and Wolfgang for the triple uh, for the tag match that's going to be ridiculous Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey in a last man standing match and Travis Banks versus Noam Dar in a singles match uh, so it's a pretty good card you know if you're aware of British wrestling that's some of the, the cream of the crop um, but yeah, what's your expectations from it? Are you going because you want to support? Are you going because you like the card? Or are you going because it's NXT? You're like, well, I'm not missing that.
1: Um, I mean, I-, I wanted to go to the first takeover, but tickets went before I could manage to get hold of them. Um, so I'll be- I wanted to go. I saw, I was at Download this year and I managed to catch um, NXT UK there. And they had a few of the US NXT people over as well. And that was, that was a really good show. Um, and i would only really sporadically watched NXT UK till then, but since then I've kind of watched it more. So yeah. it's a mix of wanting to support it and looking forward to the card. I mean, Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey in a last-man standing match is just going to be two very big men just beating the living hell <laughs> out it. really is. Like, like, that should be great. Um, you know, Walter versus Tyler Bay. Given the match that Walter had with Pete Dunn, which was just... Insanely good! I'm like, super excited to see that as well. And yeah, it should just be a good card. And here, Sazawa is going over as well. So I'd be curious to see who he goes up against. I mean, it's going to be Pete Dunne, right? You think? Maybe. Hopefully, that should be a. I mean, that should be a, a great match if that happens. Um, but yeah, that should be. But seeing him come over as well, like that's that's great. Obviously, the first Takeover had uh, Finn Balor. He came over for that. You know, it it does. I think put more eyes on it, and I think NXT UK off off what was a pretty slow start has been able to build some momentum now, Mm. Um, and have started to. You know, characters are starting to have a bit more, sort of be a bit more fleshed out. Storylines have been a bit more worked through, and it's not just. You know, here's this random match because. Why not kind of thing, which it felt like it was at the start. It does seem to have been building and growing into something.
0: How do you think it changes now with NXT moving to TV? I mean, given the fact that NXT is still going to be on the network 24 hours later, I'm now like, it's not going to make that much of a difference. You don't need to replace that program with anything. If People people just get used to it if they're just going to watch it on the network, watching it on Thursdays. That's what happens. Yeah. But, you know, do do, do you see any... You know, do you see any differences there? Do you see it changing anyway, or do you think what we've got now? Because I mean, the thing with NXT UK, if we're being honest, is and I don't know, I've got no problem with it. It was developed and it was made to try and counter World of Sport programming on ITV, which makes perfect sense. Whether yeah. you like it or not, that's what businesses do. World of Sport, unfortunately, didn't really, uh, didn't really, you know, uh, crack the audience like people were hoping. So, you know, what do you, what do you? I'm trying to know right. What I'm trying to say here. I mean, my point is: Do you think it's already found its ceiling? That's what I mean. But that sounds horrible. That's me sound like I'm saying it's Think it's bad. No, I don't. But do you think it could grow into something else? Do you think? I mean, not now with ITV4, but let's just say ITV4 and AEW didn't exist. Do you think that maybe there could be a spot for uh, for NXT UK on a on a sort of normal television?
1: I'd like to think so. Um, I think where it is at the moment, you are probably right. I think it probably has hit glass ceiling because you know only so many people have got the network and there's only so many hours in the day and there's so much wrestling out at the moment like
0: yeah that's my trouble I struggle to keep up with it because like well where where am I going to find the time to watch more I just don't have it at the moment that's the truth I don't have the time
1: yeah and, and, and that's it completely like you know war three hours smackdown two hours I mean when there's pay-per-views on that's five or six hours and you got an hour for NXT, an hour for 205 Live, an hour for NXT UK, and then, you know, when all out start their programming, that's going to be another two hours. So it's like, <laughs> where where is so I, mean, I think I think that's part of a problem of anyone new getting into wrestling. It's like if you try oh, yeah. wrestling now, like, what? Where do you possibly start? There's just so much of it. Like, imagine imagine being new and just signing onto the network for the first time, just. You know, so much out there and just no real guidance. It's crazy how intimidating
0: is it as well like let's say that you're brand new and you come to me say hey simon i want to be able to watch the two biggest promotions in in the u.s you know i want to watch it in the proper way and okay okay monday nights is three hours uh wednesday nights that's four hours and then friday that's two hours potentially three hours depending on what fox are going to do yeah you'd be like i how the and and also you're gonna have to learn all the characters all the storylines you're then gonna have to understand that sometimes there's going to be inconsistencies because that's just what wwe does it's it's a real intimidation. And I think that's the problem, you know, outside of all the other things that we highlight as issues about why we're not making new fans. I think that's the main one. So much content, which I'm surprised, I'm surprised even in 2019, we don't get more people who say, I'm not a WWE fan. I'm a Raw fan. Do you know what I mean? Because you can handle that. You can handle watching Raw like three hours a week, yeah, that's fine. But you don't really get that. Wrestling fans in general do seem, seem to, to, to want to watch everything, and more power to them.
1: Yeah, it's, but yeah, yeah. On it is kind of an all or nothing feeling, especially because there's so much. Especially with the wild card wall, there's so much sort of cross, cross promotion, cross branding in WWE. Like they are basically, you know, they are they're not very segregated. So I'll be curious to see if that if they get more segregated or less segregated once the new deals go through when they change networks.
0: Well, I, I was going to bring this up because apparently they're going to do another mini draft before that happens because, yeah. I, because I, it makes perfect sense. It didn't really click to me, but you can't really do a draft if you've got, the, your shows on two different networks because if i'm running fox network i'm going to say well a i don't want you to send anybody over there now because there's going to be a bit of competition but also you're going to have to have this you know, it has to be two separate brands when they're on two separate networks because you don't want too much crossover because fox doesn't want to send people to usa and vice versa yeah you that's can. not
1: what they want yeah you would think so so you'd imagine it will it will go back to them being not competing brands but you know very much the case of them being separated once that deal comes through because you're right because you know no no company wants to actively advertise for for another channel really i mean that's not how business works
0: no no so i actually i think that's really healthy for wwe i think that's what we need right now again with everything all the points we've just made yeah and that way, if you want to throw yourself into both, you can. You want to be a SmackDown fan, you can. No more stupid wild card stuff, you know. So okay. hopefully that will that will actually help. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about the rest of the weekend as well. Let's talk about just a, a quick predictions thing. Again, you're going to know more than me, man, because I, I, I basically stay up to date with NXT UK by reading results. Yeah. That's just, like I say, that's a But we'll start with Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. How has Noam Dar, again, I know on paper what he's been doing, but. How has he been doing ever since he came back from his injury and got shifted across? Because I sometimes think he might... I don't know if he would feel... I'm talking on his behalf. I'm sure he's living the dream. I mean, he's in WWE. But I always thought to myself, maybe there's a little bit of... Bitterness is not the right word. But, you know, he was on 205 Live. He was on Raw with Alicia Fox. And then, you know, he's kind, he's kind of been moved across to that. I don't know. I, I guess I guess it depends on, on how he's being presented. But, yeah, how do you see this one going? And Travis Banks, you know, I've been lucky enough to talk to him at Defiant shows. And, obviously, I've seen his work for years. I mean, Noah Dar is great, too. But Travis yeah. Banks, to me, is flipping.
1: East. yeah i saw travis banks fight walter at, um download that was one that was one of the title matches i had yeah how is that was, brutal i imagine it, yeah it, it was a it was a good match it was a really good match um just hearing walter slaps live is just ridiculous
0: well, man, I tell you, like we did the YouTube video the other day. It, it's towards the end of the video. It's the one about Enzo and Cass potentially coming back, and I showed off my current bruise on my chest from just like normal chops that I got in a wrestling match. I cannot imagine what it's like to take one from Walter. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I could do it. I think I'm too much of a coward. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it would. Be, you know, you'd have to some real courage to step into that. But in terms, absolutely, of how, uh, man. In terms of Noam and Travis, I think it should be a really competitive match. For me, it's. I think it's probably the the hardest match for me to to call. Really, I think I think it'll probably go to Noam. I mean, he seems to have come on leaps and bounds since all that nonsense with Alicia Fox back in the day. With with uh, that weird triangle with him and Cedric Alexander and her, he seems to have come on leaps and bounds since he's come back from injury. And you know, he, he his in ring performances are always really good.
0: Yeah, so who would you go for? Because I, mean, I, I would just go with Travis Banks, but that's not based on anything. That's based on a whim.
1: Yeah, I i think they're going to put. I think they're going to try and push Noam, so I can see him going over. There I, think, go. I think he's. Uh, yeah, for, for no real reason other than I just think they're going to potentially start to try to give him more of a push, so I can see Noam going over. Yeah, it, yeah, it, no. it could really go either way.
0: No, oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey, in the Last Man Standing match. I mean, it doesn't even matter. look put it like this. Even if you've never watched NXT UK, you could watch that match and understand what the deal was within seconds. Yeah, they are two yeah. like slabs of men mm. that will. Yeah, like you say, they. I think this will be the not the equivalent in terms of you know uh, the visual, but this will be like Janela versus Moxley at Double or Nothing or whatever the hell that thing was. It would just be two yeah. people.
1: Um. T- just killing each other yeah. <laughs> just absolutely killing each yeah. other yeah give them about you don't because you don't want it to go too long because then it's just going to no. slow the pace yeah. you want them to just have this 10-15 minute just smash-a-thon really and I think I think Joe Coffey will go over I think, I think he'll get it how would you book it?
0: Like, because you've got that thing where you don't, you want to make sure they both
1: they both come out well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: is it supposed to
1: fall on them or yeah, potentially? Coffee just like literally burying Mastiff under just a pile of things potentially, or yeah, or something. Um, I, I, but yeah, it's just two very, very big dudes just going to wail on each other, and it's going to be great to watch
0: it will be i think i'll join that match the most sometimes i don't need anything outside of that i just need nonsense and that's what that is in the best possible way yeah uh right the the tag match i think could steal the show too like i say it's a triple threat tag team match so you're gonna have three people in there at once or who knows what rules they'll come up with but Zach, zach gibson and james drake who are the champs versus mark andrews and flash morgan webster versus mark Coffey and wolfgang i mean that is just going to be in and you've kind of got you know, Zach Gibson and James Drake are kind of like your workers. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster are your high flyers. And again, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang are your brawlers. Yeah. So it's it, go, it, it's, it's such a meshing of styles.
1: Yeah, it's a real good mix of, of styles there. And, and Zach Gibson is just one of the best heels in, in the UK at the moment. He is just brilliant at just being this obscenely arrogant but just crapping on everyone else that's that's near him kind of thing and he's just great at it. Yeah, he's a proper prick, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a proper yeah. ass he, he plays the wall just so well that he's just one of those heels that you just want to see beat. And given that I think that the next two matches, I don't think the titles will change and I think they'll want to change them here. So that's the only reason why I think Gibson and Drake are going to lose because I think you normally have a title change at one of these and I, and I, I can't see if the others has been so I think mm. who takes it Mark Andrews Flash Morgan Webster I, I think so I think that's who I'd, I'd go with probably but it, it could be it could be either them, to be honest I honestly don't know but I think I think Gibson and Drake will lose and I think it'll go to out of the two I think probably Mark Andrews and Morgan Webster probably
0: yeah i think so i don't know why just one of those gut feelings i just think it i, I think it's a good shift of a tag team belts as well mm-hmm. i think you can then kind of do a bit you can kind of do the the, the I'm not, that's being unfair you can just do a different style of tag team match that's all i mean with those yeah. two guys uh right then we've got tony storm versus Kaylee ray uh you know if you've listened to many podcasts uh, from wrestling observer or pro wrestling torch you know most people mention how they think uh, Tony Storm should probably be on the main roster already. Yeah, I, I, I presume the only reason she's not is because she's only twenty three, and they and they think they've got enough time. But yeah, she's she's very very good. Yeah, same same with Kaylee Ray. Like you know, Kaylee Ray is 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 uh, she's she's not bad. Let's just say that she's not a bad talent. We're going here for the NXT UK Women's Championship. I'm like you. I can't see Tony Storm losing just because. That's like their their the equivalent to Pete Dunne, isn't it? They they see her as yeah. a huge deal. She'll get moved to NXT and likely the main roster. Well, he even knows now with the NXT being on TV. But the point being, she will make it there at some point. Yeah, and I think they'll push her to the moon. And I think she'd be a an awesome addition Definitely. to any kind of roster
1: she sits in. Yeah, and I think that I mean no disrespect for Kelly Ray, she's great. But I think that whoever is going to be the person to To unthrow Tony from her title is going to feel like a massive... It's going to be... When she finally drops it, it's going to be a massive thing. Yeah, it should be treated
0: that way, shouldn't it? It should be treated like we have... And she should lose it when she's leaving. You know what I mean? I think as soon as they make the decision to shift her across to NXT or whatever they want to do, that's when you make the... If that's what you're going to do, that's when you make the loss and you move on from there.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So I think that'd be a good match too. And then, of course, Walter versus Tyler Bate. I mean... It is little and large. Uh, not saying that Tyler Bate is small, but you know, in that kind of this kind of setting, he will look small. Yeah, definitely. you know, it is David versus Goliath. Obviously, Tyler Bate was the first United Kingdom Championship. Walters held it since WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't know which direction I personally head in. You know, it, it, it's it's I don't know. It, it's a crazy match. Like it's it's just a on paper, it's a really
1: interesting match. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think. Probably the, yeah, it's probably the match I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, Walter is just, his presence, and obviously he's got, I don't know if you, you know, but he does have um, a stable in NXT UK, so he does have... Oh yeah, the Germans they yeah. were... Yeah, he does have support, if needed, so, you know, I, I think via some dastardly ways that he'll retain. I think Tyler will push him, um, but I think at the end of the day, you'll see Walter's hand raised in victory, and I honestly don't know who takes it off Walter in the end. I really don't. Whether it's going to be somebody new or not, I, I don't know.
0: Actually, I was just thinking that. Who does take it off him? I don't know. That's a great point. I can't even think he's on the roster. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah,
1: red, the they need to build somebody very hard to, to even come close. I mean, it seems clear that Pete Dunn's moved over to... NXT US now and probably, he's probably gonna stay there, so yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, I can't see I can't see Tyler winning. I think either by hook or by crook, Walter will, will get his oh. Who 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 takes on Walter afterwards if
0: Tyler Bate doesn't win? Like who's Walter's next challenge? That's the other thing. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um
1: that
0: is a good question. I, I, it's interesting. Like, it's, it's genuinely going to be an interesting because they do have guys. You know, they have guys on there that may be able to step up, or they may get a big push. I think that I think that would be interesting. But yeah, at the moment I don't know, I don't know which direction they're going is. But I do um yeah i i do I, I like i like this card i think it will be cool i think it's i know they're putting on early in the day to kind of get in the way of Raw quest but you know we'll see what do you what do you think about the new japan show as as, as that comes up as well i'll get that card up too just that so we can talk about it and we'll probably do it all out on a different show but yeah what do you um yeah like I, I can't remember your thoughts on on new japan my friend um so
1: it's something that i catch kind of sporadically um I kind of I watched a few of the um the the G one, um Final. Um and yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that I'd like to watch more of it, but it's I just find it very hard to kind of find a good like short of the um the app that they have, which I find not the best to um to use i don't find it particularly user friendly when i yeah. have it and then you know there's only so much Like, um, okay i see everything's turning to subscriptions now you know there's netflix there's wwe network there's new japan you know there's going to be disney plus next year like i feel like i'm going to get a paycheck in and then it's just going to go out in small increments
0: yeah, that's true, yeah, that's true. It, 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 wrestling is kind of, as always, wrestling's a bit of a window into what's going out there in the real world. Yeah. And the real world's going to have Disney and Netflix and Paramount and Fox and, you know, already, I know a lot of them on Fight TV, but still there's AEW, New Japan. It's ridiculous. you think there'd just be one wrestling network, but of yeah. course not, because that's not how business works. Yeah,
1: but, but, but what I find crazy is, like, the G1, like, watching that John Moxley-Ishii match was just, like, head and shoulders over... Anything he'd done in in WWE really. And just to think like if it's if it's WWE kind of telling talent to not go fully at it or or what, I just I don't know, it just seemed like he was a different person in that match than like watching a couple of other G one things. He just seems like a completely different wrestler now
0: yeah no I, I i think yeah i think it's it, it definitely evolved to say the least i think that's, i think that's the cool thing about a lot of wrestlers right now so many wrestlers are are coming out like you know raising the game to to a different level i mean we've already talked about some of them it is absolutely nuts the the, the the level of wrestling right now if you're getting into wrestling right now yeah you've got to you, i don't know you, you just gotta be at the top of your game you just got to be at the top of your game mm. Yeah. The raw quest, the raw quest card is is ridiculous too. So really? you mean you, you you've got um, Taguchi and Amino taking on Renderita and sorry sorry let me start again Taguchi and Amino and Renderita taking on Rapongi 3K. You have got abushi and Juice Robinson versus Takahashi and Yukolo, which is yeah. But, but, you got. The, Will Ospreay and Robbie Ebles taking on Ishimori and Phantasmo. That will probably be the best match the whole weekend. Yeah, that's- uh, you've got Naito and Sonado taking on Jay Weiss and Ke- Chase Owens. Uh, the Grizzlies did Destiny, my friend Tamatonga. And they we find out that's from the Rev Pro show. I can't remember what the Rev Pro show is, but we find I, I think that may have happened. I don't know. I think it's going to be Aussie Open, though, but we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. Ishi versus Kenta, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tanahashi, and Okada versus Suzuki. That is a grade one again going back to what we were talking about earlier that is a grade one card where people are are coming over here to make a point and probably hopefully start come some kind of expansion because yeah that that is top draw
1: yeah but uh, as as cards go for new japan outside of japan that is about as good as you're ever gonna find like it is that is a phenomenal lineup
0: oh yes it's, it's absolutely amazing like I think, you know, the, the, the tanahashi Sabre Jr. card of Suzuki match alone, I think, will will get the crowd going. Obviously, Osprey will do his stuff and be super over given where he is. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think it's a wonderful card. I think if you're going to that, you're going to have an absolutely an awesome time. And we will obviously ups and downs all of these over the weekend. So, yeah, I'm going to be nonstop <laughs> in case... In, in, in case anybody uh, is interested. Uh, something else we should probably touch upon too, because we did do a YouTube special about this, which of course you can check out right now, my YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Miller, or it's uh, youtube.com forward slash the Miller Report rules. Have you heard all the rumors about uh, Enzo and Cass coming to NXT? I should have brought this up when we were talking about NXT. I
1: caught it earlier. Uh, I just Actually, just before we started speaking, I was looking at the real ones. Um, Instagram and uh, well if it's true that's that's something I mean WWE have definitely shown a willingness to to mend fences who would have ever thought you know, Warren, know right? yeah. Jeff Jarrett like people who I mean even um, yeah when you think about like even WCW people like the, the people that were almost blood feuds they're all you know, they've all come aboard and, yeah, they do show a willingness now. Um, it would be strange. And if they come back, are they going to come back together again, given what happened before they left? Like, it would just, it would be weird. It would be definitely weird. I think it would be weird also for, for Cass and Enzo as well, because, you know, he left under a dark cloud, which, Seems to have mostly passed, but, you know, and and Cass was like, yeah, I'm going to beat up a little person. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I mean, that's just a good point. I forgot about that. So
0: he, I mean, look, we should, we I should say this on the other show as well. He, it does seem like Cass was going through a lot personally. I think he had alcohol yes. problems or something like that, mental health issues. And you, I think it's awesome that any kind of employer can take that into account when looking at somebody's actions. It's something that doesn't actually happen enough, and we've kind of heard this stuff about Vince McMahon many a time that he does think this way. Mm. But you're right; it, it's still basically doing the number one no no. In all of pro wrestling, here are your you know here's your script and you went off script yeah. and you know that that that's a crazy a, a crazy thing to do and be invited back so i'm really hoping that yeah. you know like i say it, it does tie in but i i'm like you i never thought these people would be back i never thought they'd be brought back i thought they'd cause too many issues yeah. i thought enzo amore doing that stuff at survivor series was like the death
1: knell to it all yeah oh, but that's what, yeah that happened
0: didn't it yeah, yeah that's what i mean like what? you reminded me of one and mm-hmm. i reminded you of one simply because this all oh, oh, that stuff
1: happened that, so what, much stuff happened people, yeah Uh um, but again, I mean, whether they see money in them, I, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, I think back to them on NXT and they were hot oven hot and they were the the team to go for, for the hot tags like that. You know, watching Enzo get beaten up for five minutes to then make the hot tag to, to cast for him to come in and clean house was, yeah. was, was, was just great old school tag team wrestling
0: it was and i think that's you know they didn't really it was there it was them that got over and everything else was kind of just yeah whatever it's not really a big deal but do you think this kind of sums up how wwe sees or that's the wrong way to put it do you think that this is indicative of because my point is this even a week ago, two weeks, or whenever that hell that announcement came out, if Enzo and Cass were going to come back, they would have gone to Raw or SmackDown, right? That's what they would have done. Yeah. And a, a small part of me thinks maybe they are being allowed to come back simply because NXT needs stars to make sure that you know they get people to tune in. They don't really want to bring them back to Raw or SmackDown because, yeah, there is some bad blood between them and the locker room. Therefore, we can kind of kill two birds with one stone. We'll bring them on to NXT where they won't have that much heat because all the bad stuff went down on, on the main roster. Yeah. And we do have two people that have been proven. Like I say, when Enzo Moro's on 205 Live, you can't argue it. More people were watching 205 Live. That's it. That's what happened. He was a draw. Yeah. And Cass was a huge part of that. So is it almost that now we've got this crazy third brand that needs stars, and I guess they don't want to overly rely on putting Roman Reigns on there every week, that they go, screw it, we're going to start bringing these guys back? And I think it may work. I think it may work. I think they were so entertaining and people like them so much. And also, the people that were into them probably don't necessarily know all the backstage stuff. Yeah. That this may you know be what puts them over the top.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely... I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, they're gonna with it having a TV deal, they're gonna want to have names. They're gonna want to have eyes on it, and yeah, for better or worse, they are definitely names that people know. And I think if you bring them back, don't split them up again. Keep them together. Yeah, they're
0: they're they're, they're not. That um, uh, yeah, just yes. Uh, there's no. You're you're a hundred percent correct. They're a tag team for yeah. now and forever.
1: Yeah, I, I think they're one of those that would just work better as a tag team and, and off each other and and yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be really curious to see I mean, you know, I think, like you said, you know, Cas was going through his stuff and I feel like everyone deserves, you know, a second chance. Yep, I agree with that. I think some of the things that Enzo said after him being released, you know, I'm never going to go back there, I'm never going to wrestle again. So he changed after his, his rap career went nowhere quickly, so well, I, I, I kind of see, <laughs> see him why he would be come back because you know there's money in it for him, and WWE can see money in it for them, so it's a mutually beneficial deal for them. You know? Yeah, eh? C- crazy though.
0: Last last thing I expected, like I did, I did not think I'd ever. I genuinely never thought I'd see them come back. I really, yeah. really, really did not. I, I just oh, it blew my brain,
1: um, but good for them. Yeah. I mean maybe in a month maybe in a month we'll look back at this and go, Oh, it never happened. Oh, we were idiots, but it might happen. I mean, that's it, you you never know.
0: Yeah. And uh, if they do it again, we won't see them anymore. But yeah, I I, I, I don't know what they're trying to do with NXT at the moment. It's my thing, it's this big unknown quantity. So if you want to make it to so the people tune in, this is what you do. I'm now trying to rack my I've been doing it all day, trying to rack my brain to think of other people that may now come back and absolutely blow our minds. I can see an Apollo crews going back down there. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that the the, uh, the fashion police are already there. There was someone else. Who's the other guy that I thought the other day? Oh, he could probably go back too I doesn't even matter, I can't remember. But there are dudes now that you could probably shore that roster up with because you can't have you can't have a this second hour just being developmental matches which is what sometimes nxt is yeah now you've got to treat it like well, well no, we're not developing we're performing yeah so-
1: and, and that's that's kind of my big worry about nxt now is does that mean they're, they're gonna go back and have to do like is there gonna be an nxt developmental thing now like are they gonna bring like fcw back or something to have actual developmental or um yeah i would be i would be really curious to see like what what goes on now for for like the new blood in, that come to WWE in terms of de- developmental? If if NXT is going to be this two hour show on TV now, like where do where do people go to bed in? I
0: I mean they've got to announce something. What that's going to be, I don't know. Yeah, but we will uh, we'll find out soon enough. Are you worried about NXT at all from a uh quality standpoint do you think that you may lose the show that again the amount of people i talk to that go i don't watch wwe but i watch nxt do you think we're going to lose that
1: magic i hope not i really really hope not i mean i'm i'm far more invested in nxt than i am in wwe i look forward to the their takeovers far more and i mean look at the last takeover it was still a wonderful takeover, but because it wasn't like triple A god tier, people kind of crapped all over it, and which just yeah, they did. Yeah, just me. <laughs> I was like, it was still a great pay per view. It was still a really, you know, as, as events go, it was still a really good thing. Okay, it wasn't the best they'd ever done, but it was still really good. Like that's the expectations now that NXT has. It's almost, it's almost impossible for them to live up to the expectations people have about it in a in a weird way no you're right
0: you're right it's like everybody it's that classic thing we create our own expectations yeah
1: people do it with sport all
0: the time like over here england are in a in a world cup and we all decide that england are 100 percent going to win the world cup because <laughs> they have one good one good result and then they don't and everyone gets mad and you're like oh wait we we created that yeah you know, we put that in our own heads and that's the thing with nxt like it, it they raised the bar so much over and over again you yeah you 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 can't believe it when you just get a decent show, as opposed to being like, oh wow, we got a decent show. I mean, yeah. it's just, it is absolutely nuts. And I I want to see what they're going to do. Like, I don't I don't think it's going to affect AEW. To me, it's a bit of a lose lose situation for for WWE because yeah. they beat AEW. They go, we just go. Well, of course they did. Yeah. And if AEW beats them, you're like, oh my gosh, they beat WWE. You know, it's the. It's that classic reaction. So I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, I, but I, th-
1: I think if it's if it stays with, I think if Triple H can keep control of it, you know he he turned two hundred five live around when he he took over that, and I think if he can if he if he stays with it, then I have faith that it will grow. Really, will continue to grow.
0: Yeah i i i trust in triple h too i think that's, imp- that's an important thing to note i i trust in in what he's doing and while he may have to jump through a few hoops now to appease the, the the new situation i think he's built up enough um enough stock that we're able to go you know what triple h you do your thing yeah you know you you do your thing and we'll see talking about rushing into things uh obviously the other news that we should talk about again we talked about the show on youtube the today but let's make sure we do it on the audio version too Bray Wyatt apparently is going to be the number one contender for the Universal Championship at Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is two months away as we're (laughs) talking now. Divided the audience as it always does. Half people saying, you know, is it too soon? And you got the other half, which I'm going to put my hands up. And there's no point, you know this, if you listen to the podcast, you know the deal. I am someone that uh, thinks we should give him the title, but we should give him the title in the right way. E.g. long title reign, really, really successful... He beats everybody no one can take the title off him to the point that even when he does lose we're like well it doesn't matter now because i now see him as a roman reigns or a seth rollins he's a he's a top guy where do you stand on it though dude do you think this is too soon do you think wwe's doing that thing they do when they rush in as opposed to letting it build i mean my point is i know the fiend is new but he's not new at the same time because he's still Bray Wyatt and I know what happened to Bray Wyatt last time and I don't want if that ever happened again ever ever in a million years
1: yeah just look at Drew McIntyre to see the new he's the new Bray Wyatt
0: he is that's such a great point like if we had put the title on him who knows what we could have
1: done yeah but in terms of Bray like 100% with you 100% like that that SummerSlam entrance that match was just I don't think they've nailed anything quite like that in a long time. It was, no, it was perfect, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, it was as as close to being hundred percent as you're ever gonna get. I mean right result, right type of match, like wasn't a squash one, but he, he won convincingly. You know, Bala put him over just brilliantly as well. The look on the look on his face when he became man was just oh, that was something special. And considering I was thinking like, okay, he's still got a lantern, but when you see what the lantern was, you were like, Okay, it's his head. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I really hoped that, you know, he'd go with a new theme, but that remix of a theme is so far different to his old one. I agree. I, 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 I had the same initial reaction,
0: but then I warmed to it, yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Yeah, that, that, yeah, literally I kind of Oh I mean I kind of watched it back a couple more times and was like It's so far removed from his original one. It suits him so well. I mean, for him not to come back, you know, to his sporadic appearances, you know, he came back and took out Jerry Lawler. And with Stone Cold on Raw this Monday, he has to turn up and get Stone Cold. He has to.
0: (laughs) My worry is, I think, I agree with you. But it's it's the person he's attacking. I don't think Stone Cold Steve Austin would ever let it happen because he doesn't want people to think he's coming back for a match, and that always seems to be Austin's big thing. He doesn't want people okay. to think he's coming back for a match, and if you do that, I think you're going to convince people, and then I don't know. I, I do. No, don't yeah, get me if wrong.
1: People will, will jump to the wrong sort of conclusions potentially. No, I I, I can see that. Um, yeah, even if because. None of the other people he's attacked. There's been the talk of a match, but people want Steve Austin to come back so much that they'll look in they'll look at anything the wrong way to and just hope it into existence kind of thing. But no, I think you know it'll be Seth going into Hell in a Cell. You would imagine with the title. I can't see Strowman beating him, but I can't. No, I can not see Strowman beating him. I just can't see WWE going with Strowman.
0: No, and to me as well, what I want, if we're doing this, what I want is Seth wins, it's nice and strong, you know, no nonsense, lights go out, Fiend is there, attacks Seth Rollins, we build a Hell in a Cell, we do it in the Cell... The Bray White beats him, no nonsense, no mucking around, Bray White beats him, beats him clean, no DQs, no count outs, no nothing, he beats him, Seth Rollins doesn't know what to do, he tries again, he fails, doesn't know what to do, he tries again, he fails, that's it, he's done, then we have, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, we have Braun Strowman versus Bray, Braun Strowman loses, we have Cesaro versus Bray, Cesaro loses, Finn Balor, uh, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, I don't care. I don't care. I want to get all the way to this point next year. And Bray White is the most dominant man in the company. And again, the counter argument to that is, oh, but we may, that may be crap. We may, it may become like a Brock Lesnar situation. Okay, maybe. But I want Bray White because he's creative, because he's different, because he offers me something I don't see elsewhere, to be treated like a proper top guy. That's what I want. And that's what top guys do. Top guys face everybody and top guys win clean.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I mean... (laughs) I don't. I don't see how people can compare him to Brock because he'll be there more often than him. Like he will be a feature. It's not like he'll he'll vanish for six, you know, three months and then suddenly come back. Like he will be. He might not be there every week, but he'll be there every pay per view guaranteed, and he'll be there most weeks. And I just think they have, you know, bottled fire, and they need to need to keep keep on that whilst they can. you know, if they if they keep putting it off, they'll end up with. You know, the same situation as, like, a Braun Strowman, where, like, he's almost seeming to pull the trigger on him and then stop him, and then a year will go, and then he'll have another push, and he'll fail, and, you know, his legs will get taken out from under him, and then he'll vanish for a bit, and then come back slowly. And that just seems to be the, the Braun Strowman thing at the moment. You know, he has, like, a, a weird yearly cycle where he gets pushed, and then come he's kind of vanished and then after Mania, he kind of gets pushed again and just keeps going around and around. And they can't do that with play. They can't. Right. They've got something special there and they need to... Treat it as such. Yeah, they need to maximize yeah. the
0: cost they can. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think I think it's really, really important. Uh, right, one more bit of news. And I want to talk about the, the weekend again. Um, the uh, Have you heard about the backstage rumors about why Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura have been put together?
1: Uh, I have not, no.
0: Apparently, we want to do a storyline like Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, which I thought was very strange. So, apparently, we're going to build them up so that they're super, super nice dudes. Well, not super, super nice dudes, but super, super best friends. And then one will turn on the other. I presume Sami Zayn turning on... Sorry, um, Shinsuke turning on Sami Zayn to put him uh, back into a face. I just thought it was bizarre. Just something I wanted to make. What what a bizarre thing. Those two people... (laughs) Just something like that. Uh, yeah, that. I just they, they 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 don't have that relationship. They don't have that relationship yeah. at all. I'm, so it's very say, strange. When it was Kevin Owens and
1: Jericho, I'm, they were both faces, weren't they? I'm trying. They were, I'm trying to guess. They were back. They were
0: kind of those faces that were heels, but we loved them because they made us laugh. Yeah. yeah. Whereas we don't have that with Shinsuke no. and, and Sami Zayn. They're kind of just like well, people that we think should
1: be allowed to do more, but they're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem, does seem a time for random, you know, tag teams. You know, you had Robert Roode and Ziggler on Raw just teaming up out of nowhere and winning, which, okay, that was the whole weird thing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I read that and I was like, what a strange, strange, strange thing to come up with. But
1: yeah. hey-ho,
0: that's what we're going to do, apparently. So I, we'll... I,
1: liked, I liked their beatdown of Miz um, on SmackDown. I thought that was really good. I, I liked how much sammy was getting into it yeah no dude i I
0: think you know as performers they're awesome i just don't understand which direction we're headed in yeah we will um we will find out maybe uh maybe one of them maybe one of them does it maybe it works i don't know just yeah crazy Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Right, dude, before we wrap up, obviously we talked about the three shows at the start uh, of this podcast. We will finish them now. Rank them for me. One, two, and three. Let's say that there's no such thing as catch up. There's no such <laughs> thing as you can watch them elsewhere and you've got to watch, let's it's just say 8 p.m. on a Saturday, right? So you can watch AEW, you can watch New Japan, or you can watch NXT. What's your one, two, three? Well,
1: I mean, I'm going to NXT, so I've got to really have that as my number one.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. No, I so, thought that
1: would be the case. I think as crazy as it is, I mean looking at uh, that New Japan card, I'd probably have that as number two. Yeah, and would have a number three. Wow man, you I think you would be a rarity there. I don't yeah. think <laughs> anyway, I'm there, like I think I think losing Moxley kind of took my wins out a bit. Yeah, don't no, do. I think that's fair. I think I don't think it's going to ruin the show.
0: No, but I know a lot of people were so excited about him being there. Yeah, like they just were. There's no point in any other
1: way. As as timing goes, like it's it sucks, and he must be just absolutely gutted. Like he, because he hardly ever tweets, and to see him like tweet out about about that was just like you could just feel the the anger and the upset in his in his words about yeah the pull out. But but yeah, I think. I just think the card for, for New Japan is. I think, the, in terms of just pure cards, I think New Japan probably has the strongest card. But, you know, I'm going to NXT, so that has to be my number one. No, I get
0: it. I get it. I think I would go. Actually, I did the flip to you. I think I put all out because I'm so intrigued to see what they put on. Um and I put all out i'm um, sorry uh New Japan second and NXT UK third. but no, it's just because like I say, I'm just not invested in it as much yeah. as I am the other the other two is as simple as that. But I think the cool thing about it is, I mean, we've just proven there, you know, our litmus test is of two people and we've got two completely different yeah. <laughs> two completely different results. And that's why it's gonna be a great weekend. Like I don't want to dash anybody's uh, hopes, but I don't think we're going to do ups and downs uh, for NXT UK uh, i know i know but i need time to sleep at some point so one of them had to one of them had to suffer i think ultimately it will be that one they may do when it's not it's not it's set in stone so you know keep an eye on it but obviously late saturday night ups and downs for new japan maybe live at the venue there's some umming and ahhing at the moment but you can keep an eye on that and then of course sunday morning or sunday early afternoon i should say you will get, uh yeah, you'll get ups and downs for AEW all out. And then from there, we could roll on into September. NXT goes to TV. Yeah. And from there, we can run into October when AEW arrives. And by that point, I'm sure we would have talked again, Mark, and we can kind of figure out how the hell we are dealing with a crazy amount of pro wrestling a week. Because I'd say I'm still a little bit worried that having... um uh, uh, NXT and AEW on a Wednesday actually completely screws over SmackDown because by the time that we get to a Friday, everyone's just going to be like, you know what, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I've had enough. has been yeah. so yeah, so much wrestling. I'm tired. I want yeah. to sleep.
1: No, that's it's a valid point. It's a really valid point, and yeah, it'll be it'll be really curious because you know, as you said back at the start, there's only so many hours in in the week, and there's only so much wrestling that you can watch before you go. Yeah, I've I've seen enough. I don't need to see anything more.
0: Yeah, and, and that could literally come down to the fact that SmackDown comes last. That's it. SmackDown comes last in the row. Therefore, I'm not going to watch that one because I've already watched, let's say, two, four, nine hours. Uh, <laughs> sorry, seven hours of TV. You know? I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do it i don't want to do it we will find out anyway that's going down this weekend make sure you get in touch on twitter instagram at simon 316 let me know your order i want everybody order. i want you three two one what again the rules are you can only pick one show they all air at 8 p.m whatever your central time zone is and that's that If if you if you don't get to see two which two don't you want to see and if you could sort of pick a number two uh what would it be but look man Mark, thanks for coming on have a good time man have a good time this weekend. I mean, that's, uh, that's a cool thing to be able to go and see. It could be, you know, it could be something that, that blows up. We don't know yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's the first takeover show I've been to. So, yeah, excited for it.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do like you Enjoy yourself. Definitely let me know how uh, how it goes. And if you uh, have fun, you don't have fun. Maybe it's a bust. I hope it's not. But, you know, yeah. you, uh, you you never know what's going what's gonna to happen. And then we can, uh, yeah, we can reconvene in a couple of months and we can see what's what.
1: Sounds good, man.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Much appreciated, as always. Uh, we will have an all-out episode, I think, at some point over the weekend. Keep on out for that. But in the meantime, again, Twitter, Instagram at Simon316. All of this is supported by patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316. There should be a link in any description on the device you're using. You can come on the podcast, you can get a t-shirt, you can get a personalized message, and get a postcard, join my Q&As, loads of stuff on there. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Rules, or just search for Simon Miller on YouTube itself. And if you are listening on iTunes or Google or any of those stuff, give us five stars because then good things happen. Enjoy the crazy weekend. Enjoy wrestling. Put a smile on your face. Even if Enzo and Cass are coming back and you hate them, it will be all right. And we will talk to you again very soon.